got to go ahead and get some other things out of the way. We had an F1 Minute show on Monday. If you didn't join us, you should have joined us. That is a show that is more for you than it is about me. And it allows you to come on to the platform and contribute and partake into the conversation that is being had. But first, what we need to do is we have some super chats that came in at the last moment as we were ending the show and they kind of populated, you know, YouTube can can be that way. But I want to make sure that these people get the proper respect and appreciation for what they do and others do to support the channel. So first we had 70 Dodge Man with his super chat and he says, if it wasn't for Lewis, the sport would not be nowhere near as relaxed as it is. And I would say that if he would he if he, if what he means by relaxing, I wish 70 Dodge Man would have came on to even more elaborate on that because I think that's a very interesting point. Is that Lewis has definitely opened up avenues for people to possibly express themselves and all the sport to understand at least in some areas of the sport, because as we see right now with Helmut Marco and several other incidences, whether that be at McLaren, whether that be at Mercedes back in the day, and definitely at Aston Martin, some of those avenues and some of those people are not doing as well as they should be doing when it comes to embracing and understanding that we all should be racing as one, which what happened to that? What happened to that whole campaign? What happened to the whole race as one campaign? That, that just seemed like it just vanished. It seemed like when it was good and it was marketable and it facilitated a money grab for maybe a demographic of people that were coming into the sport based on everything that was going on in the world and Lewis Hamilton taking a stand and Seb taking a stand with him and it seemed like the sport was going to be with it. And then when Lewis wore the Breonna Taylor short shirt to arrest the police that killed her, it felt like, oh, it might be a little bit too much. And then the next season, it just felt like, us, ah, you know, it's really not marketable. We shouldn't do it, but... That's my take on it. The next super chat we had was from our brother Will I am. And Will said that Marco is one of the boys from Brazil. Check out the book. If you know, you know. Peace out, everyone. Wolfpack Performance Network returns next week. Stay tuned. So I guess y'all better check that book out. Guess you better check it on out and see what's going on. So now what I what I'm going to do is as I'm about to get into this uh, situation that we got. Paul, big shout out to the fam. Paul over here says, what's up, fam? Of course, he should be sacked and thrown out of F1, period. No excuses. No Red Bull. No access to anything F1. He is a disgusting human being. Peace and love all. Right there, Paul letting you know how he feels about that. And Paul, I don't disagree with you at all, brother. I completely agree with you on that, definitely. So I just want to I just want to go over some things and talk about this even for a second, that if people don't mind. Now, we have to understand something. It's funny that a lot of people will come in here. They're going to come in here and they're going to say, oh, Helmet Marco, you know, he didn't mean that. That's not what he meant. You all are trying to race bait. No, no, we're not race baiting. We're calling it like it is. And what you want to do is try to excuse what is. You want us to excuse it. But see, it's just not Helmet Marco. And Christian Horner, although Baraka, our brother, came on and said, even, even Christian said Helmet is a PR nightmare. But what Baraka didn't say, and likely he didn't say it because Christian didn't say it, is Helmet Marco 
is embarrassing us because that's not the way we feel things should be done. That's not how we feel as an organization people should be treated. That's not respectful. We will have a no tolerance, zero tolerance for racism, racial remarks, or anything that disrespects a culture of people by telling them that they are less educated because you come from another country, South America, which helmet was wrong. I mean, Mexico is not South America. Just saying. Okay. And it's funny. People will come here to this channel all the time. They will come here to this channel all the time and talk about small mistakes that I may make. Talk about little typos that I might make. I don't see those same people blasting Helmet Marco for completely getting the geographic location of where Perez is supposed to come from completely wrong. Why? Why do you think that is? The same reason why Helmet's making these comments about Perez. The same reason why Helmet Christian have made comments about Lewis Hamilton. The same reason why Aiden got kicked out or left, found his way leaving the garage of Aston Martin. The same reason why I'm about to show you what I'm going to show you. Okay, because I'm going to tell you. Sylvia Wick Kelly says, Boys from Brazil is a book about mm, a certain German factory by R.A. Levin. Good book, though. That's what he, Sylvia Wick Kelly coming up saying, hey, I got that. I got that. So I'm, I'm talking to a lot of people that come into the chat because you probably are along and in this group of people. And if you're not, then you know what the old saying is, right? A hit dog, a holler. If I say something and all of a sudden you feel a way about it, and I just generally put it out there, you must feel like that applies to you because you know yourself better than anybody. And you feel some kind of way because that just hit. So let's go into this because I feel like this is important because this is not the only thing that Red Bull do. This is not just Helmet Marco. And I don't want to let Red Bull get off cheap like the like the FIA did with their penalty for the cost cap. I'm not letting you get off that cheap because we're going to call it out. Helmet Marco is not the only problem with Red Bull. Red Bull is likely a majority of the problem with Red Bull, and they employ people that have this same ass mindset. And the fans, some fans, I'm not going to indict all fans, some fans share this same ass mindset. Paul says, if Red Bull don't have the balls to take a stand, F1 should, F1, FIA, and Red Bull all need to stand up and take action. They do, Paul, but let me show you why I don't believe that's going to happen. I'm going to show you something. So what you see right here, uh, this right here is a fan. This is a fan post. This is, you see his tag. Look at his tag name. Look at his tag name. Big shout out to PNXD Helmet. Please report to geography class. <laughs> Facts. Look at his tag name, MV33. This Max Verstappen fans in the chat. That's a Max. That's a Max. Either that's a Max Verstappen or that's a Max Verstappen fan, and that's a Max Verstappen fan. And we're not talking about Max being responsible for his fans, but what we are talking about is the tone you set will inevitably be what your people will believe in and start conducting themselves in such a manner. Red Bull have set the tone. Max have set the tone. Christian, you set the tone. Helmet Marco, you damn sure set the tone. Red Bull organization as a whole has set the tone, and these type of fans now feel empowered that they can say such things as this. Now, before, let's be real, before, we've been seeing the post pictures of Max Verstappen holding a Mickey Mouse trophy. A Mickey Mouse trophy. And you Max Verstappen fans went crazy about that. Oh, you hate Max. You hate Max. Well, what do you call this? Forget changing the trophy. 
They said, name a, you know what it is. Name a, what do you got to say about that? Don't comment on nothing else. Talk about the topic. If you had a problem with us or other people posting Max Verstappen's 2021, definitely known to be a scandal trophy as a Mickey Mouse trophy, what do you have to say about that post? Because I didn't see you say anything about that. I didn't see you do it. Never saw you do it. So if that's the case, why not? Why haven't you? Oh, and that's not the only thing. Let's, let's go into this. Let's also go into this. Let's go into this one. So not only that, how about this one? This right here, this is not so bad, right? They wouldn't say this is so bad. You know, Max Verstappen fans, clearly a Max Verstappen shirt on, right? I'm, I mean, that is clearly a Max Verstappen shirt, right? Burning Mercedes memorabilia. I mean, did you buy that hat? So you spent, it's, it's kind of like you haters that come to the channel. You come to the channel, you leave comments, you spend your time and your day because you love the channel. Then you say something hateful, but it's really because you admire us. You admire me. You, I'm here. You're not. You got something to say. Right? That's the tone. That's the culture. Tory Tacklin says, plenty of good old boys in F1. Red Bull definitely obvious about that. Hence why we heard crickets from them when this first happened. Thank you very much. And that's going to be another one, of, another one of my points. It's funny now they want to approach it because they realize this shit didn't go dismissed. This, this didn't fly under the radar. So now we, we got we to gotta try to get it back in front of this. Before, they was going to sit back and just wait and just hope that majority of the people that they felt may not look at this as a big deal and be more on something else, like, you know, criticize Lewis Hamilton talking about he needs to retire. Maybe Marco should retire. More of those people who they feel and they might rely on, they are a bit biased, if not racist, will just, you know, hey, we're going to turn the other eye because we feel that same way too. But that ain't happened. So we got to find a way to jump out in front of this. Now we got to say something about it. You should have said something about it as soon as it happened. You should have put a statement out about it as soon as you knew about it. If you really felt you had the integrity and the character that you did not support that, you would have done that genuinely before it got as big as it got and people realized, and even Max Verstappen or Red Bull fans who did not appreciate that realized that's too far. But it says something about their makeup. It says something about their genome. It says something about how they indeed conduct themselves. So that's not it. Let's, let's go here. Let's go here. Let's go to this one. What about this? Now, this is Red Bull. This is Red Bull, y'all. And this is what I've been telling you all. Too many content creators that are out here feel like, oh, no, I don't want to touch that. I don't want to touch that because I don't want to feel like they're, they're not going to give me the opportunity. They're not going to give me the opportunity. If Formula One don't give us the opportunity to have access so that we can create content for another group of people out there that feel this way or want to express themselves this way, what does that tell you? It tells you that they're really not trying to be open-minded. They want to be very selective to choose people that support what they want instead of saying, hey, this Baskin Robbins, we open and appreciate all. We need to have creators and our people that will be able to ingratiate or reach out to all types of people that are interested in our sport. 
But that's not what they do. You can be this right here on your page, on your platform, and disrespect drivers while you're interviewing them and basically tell the world that you don't give a damn about drivers or the sport, and if somehow, because you don't look like me, they will indeed keep feeding you interviews, they will indeed keep accepting your request to interview drivers and our teams for that reason, and we've seen it. But this is why. This is part of the reason why. Now, this ain't just Helmet Marco. This is not just Christian Horner. This is not just Max Verstappen. This is not just Joss. This is not just any old body. This is the organization of Red Bull who felt that this marketing campaign was indeed okay to run. A banana being chased by a Barack Obama, somebody that is wearing a Barack Obama mask with other people in blackface. They thought that this was okay. This is Red Bull as an organization. I'm not indicting everybody that's employed by Red Bull. I know some pretty cool people that would like to work for Red Bull because Red Bull do some cool things. Red Bull are in, involved in some very cool and extreme sports. I think it's awesome, but this is not. And this is what it is. And unless they start really changing their internal culture, this is why these things come out. Because these people feel comfortable, almost like Trump when he took presidency and said the stupid things he said, supported the racist things he did, conducted himself in a buffoon and telling people to inject bleach into their arms during the COVID crisis. The same person that did everything, talking about Tiki Torch people, are good, upstanding people. He made people that were already racist, that were already biased, that already discriminated against certain groups of people feel empowered to conduct themselves. Because if that is the president of the United States and that is an example of what we are supposed to be as a country, then I feel like I'm OK being racist against you. I feel like I'm OK to slap a black woman in her face. I feel like I'm OK because if you're a person of color, I can treat you like trash because the president president of the United States. Well, look how he acts. If the organization is this way, then look at what we got here. Look at what we got. Will I am says, sorry, I'm late fam. I had to roast the mechanic in the, oh my gosh, we have an internal family battles. We got beef battles in the, in the discord. They'd be cracking me up. Nowhere where he, where we <laughs> now, where were we? We right here, bro. We right here. What's going on? Will I am. So yeah, this is, that's, that's, that's Red Bull. Right there. This is what we're looking into. Let's just go. Let, I mean, come on, people. What are we talking about? Let's not even forget about the whole marketing outline they had about different countries. Zoo animals come from here, Africa. Bombs are made here. The Middle East. Like, come on. This is these are professional people feeling OK to put this into their marketing damn uh project like what are we doing what are you doing you think that's that's okay to bring to your presentation for organization as top leadership in that program if you felt okay to do that it's because they've supported it it's because they've allowed it helmet marco is only doing what he feels he's able to do because that's what he's been allowed to do without very little 
punishment at all. And now Helmet wants to come and apologize. What are you apologizing for? Usually, Paul, we're going to get this. Paul has super show. Yo, Will, don't mess with the mechanic. He keeps my car top notch for the grudge races. <laughs> hey, that quid pro quo, okay? Don't, hey, he's saying this for that. Will, don't mess with him so I can get that. I feel you, Paul. You got to keep because, Paul, hey, congratulations on that win in that race, though, bro. So here we go. Now, this is what I find funny. This is really what I find funny. Helmet Marco. No, not even Helmet Marco. I'm a Dr. Helmet Marco. All right. Dr. Helmet Marco. Peep that. Peep that out. Concerning my remark about Sergio Perez. And talk Monday, September 4th. I would like to apologize for my offensive remark. I don't even know why he left it a singular. It really should have been plural. Why he left it singular, I have no idea. Really, it should have been plural. And want to make it absolutely clear that I do not believe that we can generalize about the people from any country, any race, any ethnicity. I was trying to make a point that Checo has influence. Uh, Checo has fluctuated in his performance this year but it was wrong to attribute this to his cultural heritage. I want y'all to think about this. I always do this. And this is what other platforms like to ignore. Look at what he said. Let's just, let's just, let's just kind of break it down. Let's just break it down a little bit. Okay. Let's break this down. First, first and foremost, he said, I would not to generalize about a group of people. Okay. You shouldn't do that. That's why a lot of times you hear me say, I'm not indicting all Max fans. I'm not indicting all McLaren fans. I'm not indicting all Mercedes fans. I'm not indicting everybody at Ferrari. I'm not even indicting everybody at Red Bull. I want to make sure that people understand that if this is not how you conduct yourself, and I'm talking about people that do conduct themselves this way, I am not talking about you. Helmet, I don't even have the platform or the responsibility or the position in a Formula One team that you have had for several years and I know to do that. Peen says, I like to buy a PR statement for 1200 Alex. I'll put the Alex on there, Jeopardy pun. But I would like to point out, Dr. Helmet Marco, if anybody out there can find out what his doctorate is in, please let me know. Please let me know what Helmet Marco's doctorate degree is in. I would like to know what that is. I would like, matter of fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a quick search while we're here on live. And see if I can just find what his doctorate degree is in. If I can find it real quick, then, then we'll get to it. But if I can't, I would like somebody out there in the live stream to see and find out what his doctorate degree is in. Because I would like to know that before I comment. And if not, I'll just go on and, and we'll just, I'll wait till somebody can find it. But I would like to know what, what it was specialized in. Because it says he's obtained a doctorate in 19... Okay, there it is. A law, law degree and obtained a doctorate in 1967. Now, I don't know if that doctorate is still in law or it also may be in business because either or. But I'm going to say this. If it's in law, he said doctor. 
Will I am says, I spoke on this in F1 Minute months ago. Marco is Red Bull GmbH employee, not a Red Bull racing employee. The new big three board members lead led by Marco uh, Mazeritz clearly took offense to Marco's comments. Big shout out to Will. Okay, so I'm going to say that his that his doctorate, Paul, doctor of racism. Okay, yeah, definitely doctor of racism. Like for real, definitely doctor of racism. Big shout out for Will for that. So we saw law and businessman using Dr. Helmet Marco for this. You know what he's basically trying to do? He's basically trying to assert some type of authority that I'm a doctor. I have a doctorate. If anybody is classified or official at trying to make these determinations, it would be me with a doctor's degree. I'm just strictly evaluating what I see and therefore making a determination that Perez's lack of performance is because he's South American. He's having too many kids as Mexicans do is what he's saying. That's how I took it. I took it as Helmet Marco was trying to say he got too many kids as a Mexican. That's how I took it. I took this shit offensive. I was offended. I'm like, why the hell are you worried about him having four kids? What are you trying to imply? Because I grew up plenty around plenty of my Mexican bros and my sisters. And I got to hear so many stereotypes and racist remarks towards them and myself that we got in plenty of fights for that. Plenty of fights for that. I remember the first day of fifth grade, this dude had the nerve to call me a blackie. I punched him in his face. I remember later that year, you gonna call Rudolph a, a fucking spick? He punched him in his face. This was every year we had. There was not a year that went by. We did not have to battle or defend ourselves from something racist. So when Marco said this, I looked sideways as hell like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Already, Tory Tacklin, that man was not sincere about the apology. All PR, someone else probably wrote that. Sylvia Witt Kelly, uh, proctologist, he talked out his ass. <laughs> he talked out his ass. Oh, my gosh. A will I am. Red Bull Racing can turn a blind eye for now, but Red Bull GmbH is the present uh, company, the parent company said, nah, board members aren't going to let Marco mess their Red Bull money up. Hey, I'm telling you right now, they, they better see what the, what they going to do about it. Because we, we got, I want to know what they're going to say coming up this week. We got Singapore coming up. What they going to say coming up this week. That's what I would like to know for real. Will what they going to do? Cause I want to know what kind of action because what happened with Yuri Vips, right? We saw Yuri Vips. From one, from one organization, let him go. Red Bull still kept him. We saw, still saw him involved. It was really like he didn't, you know, really face any type of real punishment. We got to do this for PR. We're going to put this out, say we doing this. But, you know, we're going to chill out. We, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, it'll, it'll blow over. It'll blow over. So let's keep breaking this down. So Dr. Helmet Marco, for real, does not empower you or make it right that you think you can make an assessment. But let's go further. Blue Diva says all he did was write and publish a paper. Thank, thank you. Thank you. All right, so let's look at this. He says, concerning my remark about Sergio Perez, Monday, September 4th, I would like to apologize for my offensive remark 
and want to make it absolutely clear that I do not believe that we can generalize about the people from any country, any race, any ethnicity. Who the hell is we? See, this is what I did. When you see this, you can tell if people are genuine or not. Marco, who the hell is we? We didn't say this about Perez. You did. We didn't generalize about a certain culture of people. You did. We didn't indict Perez from being having lack of focus because he from, was from South America. You did. And he's not from South America. He's from Mexico. You did that. We did not say that Perez can't concentrate on Formula One because he's about to have his fourth child. You did. So why in the hell are you saying what we can't do when you should be saying what you should not be doing? You shouldn't be doing it. I shouldn't have did that. You did not even take accountability. You tried to spread it out amongst a bunch of people who didn't have anything to do about what you did. See, this is what I mean. We got to start breaking this down and start holding these people accountable. Super chat. PN says, how is the FIA not involved in this? Oh, wait, never mind. Right. Will I am. He can still work on the car. Paul, I only heard his feelings. <laughs> his hands still work, Paul. It's okay. So, see, that's already in that statement. We could break that down. He doesn't even take self-accountability for himself. He says we can. Come on. So, then we break it down right here. I was trying to make a point that Checo has fluctuated in his performance this year. But it was wrong to attribute this to his cultural heritage. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, so you got a doctorate's degree, which you had to go through several other steps of post-grade school education to get that, okay? I mean, along that way, Paul says, I understand Red Bull is responsible for him, but really F1 and FIA need to do something by this race weekend. I agree with you, Paul. We all know Red Bull is going to try to let it blow over, and I also agree with that, and we know that that is the case because that is what they do. Will says, I used to think Lando Norris was the worst in geography, and then Helmut Marco entered the chat. He does realize Senna is from South America, right? No, I think he believes Senna is from Iceland, or maybe even Maldives. Maybe that, because evidently he's got a flip-flop. He's got an inverse. Will, I don't think he know what the hell he's talking about. So, as I was saying, along the way, you got certificates you can get. You got, you have associate's degree. You got bachelor's. You got master's. You got doctorate. Along the way, of all this education that now you want to try to apply to your title when you're trying to make this statement, Dr. Helmut Marco, none of that needed to be said if you were only trying to talk about his fluctuated performance. You could have simply said, Hey, we saw Checo, street circuits, seems to do well. Evidently, there's an element there that definitely vibes with him as a driver and the car setup. But when it comes to other circuits in the calendar, Checo has been unable to perform or find that level of performance on circuits that are not street circuits. Bow! It's done. It's the, nothing wrong with that because that could be factual. That could be factually proven. That could be proven with evidence. Or you know what? Hey, Checo himself said in one race that he felt like he was trying to push too hard. It showed on track. He wrecked there in Monaco. He said it himself. He was trying to push, drive outside of his capabilities, trying to match Max's capabilities, and therefore it didn't work for him. I just think he needs to settle back into himself, find that driver that he is because that's the reason why we hired him because he is such a good driver. 
did an excellent job. He got the term uh, Minister of Defense. And, hey, we're just looking for Checo to find himself and just start returning to that peak performance. Earlier in the season, he was clearly battling for driver championship, and now it's kind of falling off. Bam, you're done. That's all you had to do. No. But let me tell you what you did. We got Super Chat. The mechanic says, Helmet Marco, not knowing where Mexico is, proves my point that he got his doctor degree from Kim Jong-un in North <laughs> Oh, my gosh. The shade is real. I wish this was F1 Minute so I could hit the damn, 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 damn. So I'm just saying, where are all these people in the chat that's going to drill on Helmet Marco for this? I want to see what y'all going to say. I would like to know where all the haters, they always come to this channel because they love it so much. I would like to know where are you on these comments? Where are you about this? Where are you about that? Where are you about this? Where are you about that? You know where you are? You got your head stuck in the sand and your thumb in your ass because you don't want to say anything. You don't want to let out a poop. You don't want to let out a murmur. You don't want to say nothing. You want to be quiet and do the Homer Simpson mean and just fade on back. Because you know how they get when you put out facts. PN says, I'm sorry, Checo. It was CH who turned down your car. Christian Horner, right. 083, remember that drunk on tequila remark? Oh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It's a bigot. Oh, don't worry about that. Matter of fact, 083, I got you, bro. I got you. Hold on. I got you. I got you. Don't worry about it, man. I got you right here. Hey, it, you ask and therefore you shall receive. You shall receive. I got you, man. Just, just hold tight for me. Here we go. What do we got right here? Helmet Marco. Sergio seemed to have fallen asleep when the VSC ended. Maybe he drank tequila last night. We talked about that. Yeah, nothing like putting it out there in the atmosphere that your driver may potentially be under influence while performing and in control of a very elite vehicle in a Formula One car. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. That's great, Marco. Good job. Did you apologize for that? No, see, see, they let him get away with too much. That's the problem. He was lucky with his pit stop. They gave him the lead. Yeah, we want to say things like that to devalue Checo's performance and coddle Max Verstappen in situations. Sergio, on the other hand, is already over 30 and is expecting his fourth child. So he also has other interests. So you have to see what happens next. Why? So many drivers got other interests. So many drivers have other things they're involved with. So many drivers have girlfriends that were also related to family members that were involved in scams. <laughs> PK, Kelly, PK, uh, PK Jr., PK Sr. Oh, don't we talk about PK Sr.? We want to talk about PK Sr.? Do we want to talk about PK Sr.? I just want to know, does anybody want to talk about PK Sr.? Do anybody want to talk about him? I think maybe, maybe we could talk about PK Senior. Maybe we could talk about that. Maybe we could talk about that. I'll tell you what. Let's just have a little bit of non-revisionist history, and let's go to something that legitimately happened. How about we do that? How about we do that? So I'll tell you what. Let's see here. Let's, 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 just, let's just go into that real quick. So um, does anybody remember, you know, since we're talking about people being related and kind of affiliated with people, does anybody remember this right here? Anybody remember this? The little end put the car and left it. That, that, that's, that's PK. That, that, there you go. That's the PK family. 
That's part of the PK family saying that. So it's just funny when people want to try to like act, act like, oh, nothing's wrong. You're just calling, you're making up things. None of this stuff. No, no, I'm not making up shit. These, these things happen. These things legitimately have taken place. What you would like me to do is to not bring them up. You would like me to put my head in the sand like so many other people and say, hey, it's okay. Just let it blow over. I'm not doing that. And if that is the reason why I will not be accepted of the Formula One branches or access in order to bring you all more direct related content and bring you all interviews with certain drivers and our teams, because I've clearly, clearly shown by example with other interviews that there is a difference between Jay when he is free and on his own and when I have guests. When you have guests, you have to be responsible, respectful of those guests and the opportunities that they may or may not have. So what does that mean? That means I'm not gonna put my guests in a situation that might potentially ruin a situation for them. That means that I don't want my guests to feel uncomfortable by full blast, so we're gonna tone it back a little bit and I'm gonna respect you because it has to be a give and take. But when I am here and it is just me, I have full damn right to speak about the things that happen. It is very funny that things I speak about just happen to come to fruition. What do you know? What do you know? Now it's the cool thing to do, calling Marco out. I've been calling him out. Where you been? Where you been? Will, Bernie is doing his best Mitch McConnell challenge. <laughs> Will coming with some damn sauce tonight. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let me see. At least Marco didn't get uh, dementia like Bernie Exton laugh aloud. Massa punked the boy into quiet mode. LOL. For real. For real. For real. So this is all I got to say is what are you apologizing for? OG Zilla. What's up, fam? What is Marco apologizing for? Let me tell you what he's apologizing for. He's apologizing that his actions didn't go unnoticed and that it might impact the bottom dollar. He's apologizing unsincerely to Sergio Perez by way of trying to incorporate us as we should not do something. No, you should not do it. He's apologizing because he does not want to affect Martin. He's apologizing for any other reason that is legitimately attached to Sergio a culture of people that he disrespected and saying that I understand, I know what I did wrong, and that should not ever be done again. I will change and I will learn that what I need to do going forward is this and what I need to unlearn and throw in the trash is that. He didn't do that because he doesn't intend to. His apology is bullshit, y'all. Tell me Marco's apology is bullshit. And if you believe that apology, I have land on Jupiter that I will sell you at the price of about 1.5 million. And then I will try to find you a ride in the next rocket ship that will leave and help set you up there. Two guys in a truck will move you into Jupiter. This beautiful, beautiful landscape I own up there. If you believe that apology from helmet, Marco, I got a lot of things I can sell you a lot. It's ridiculous. It's, it's unacceptable. And I don't have any faith. I don't, I don't have a reason to have any faith that something will be done to correct this in the right way. Helmet Marco should lose his position after so many damn things that he said and has done that has disrespected a culture of people, a certain person, 
and our genders. That is what should be done. He should be sacked. You want to make an example. This is the opportunity of a real situation. Somebody's consistently done, gotten away with it. This is the time where we're going to see what is Formula One and what is FIA about. Because he's had more than one chance, two chances, three chances. I just told you statements and comments. Do you believe they're going to do something? I don't. So we're getting ready to go into another race weekend. Singapore is coming up soon. Hopefully we have good racing. Singapore is one of those races like the track is beautiful. It's nighttime, you know, night competition under the lights, which right now I am about to go and support a young little man that I mentor. Uh, definitely was being bullied in school because of his weight. He wanted to play football and coaches told him that he was too big. They didn't want to let him on the team. They didn't even want to deal with him at that level as a kid, you know, 10 going on 11. I felt like that was totally bullshit. Took him under my wing, mentored him, and I'm going to try to support him at the game because finally after working with him mentally and physically trying to help him understand where he needs to be, he finally made the football team, and I'm definitely going to be there to support him while he goes out there and takes the field because it is not so much about what he's going to be doing in the sport or if he goes to the next level. It's about the fact that he didn't give up. We made this journey together, and finally they understood and he gets his opportunity. And it's just a mental accomplishment for him. And that's what you got to do. Support. And let me tell you. It's got to be. You, you can't just let your support. And your camaraderie. And your mentorship be limited. By this. It's got to be by. What's up here. What's in here. It's all that matters to me. What's up here. What's in here. Until you make it not matter. Until you make it about something else. You make it about something else, I'll, I'll damn sure step to the table with you. So, very happy for him. Little guy, you know what I'm saying? It's my A-Dog. Finna go, you know what I'm saying, make that happen. So, I really appreciate you all checking in in the chat. Appreciate you all checking up on this live. Uh, OGZilla was the last super chat I got right there, so I didn't miss anybody this time around. If I do miss somebody, I like to make sure I come back like I did earlier in the, in the live and bring those super chats onto the screen and make sure that people get the proper respect and appreciation that they have shown me as well. So helmet Marco must go. You all be safe. Wolfpack will be back later on this week. I'm out. Peace and love. Peace.